1: LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.
0: Mmm. Ooh, God, you have great questions.
1: Again, who in the hell writes these questions? I know you do, but, my God, these are great. Um,
0: Wow. Uh, I thought this was going to be an easy question. Usually, you get to the last question. It's like, just take it home. Um, That is a really good question. So,
2: Hello and welcome to Tiny Giants, the creator economy show where the focus is on career over celebrity. This is the show where I reach past social media stardom to focus on the careers and market trends that make the creator economy just that, an economy. We do this by highlighting and uplifting niche specific creators that the uninitiated doesn't necessarily have a concept of or full appreciation for or as we like to call them, tiny giants. You ready? Let's go. Salutations and welcome. I am your host, T Adela, your favorite former 400-pounder getting you fit on all things trader economy. And ooh, 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 today, do we have some tea indeed. We are going to be talking about TikTok getting caught with its hand in the cookie jar with its heating button. But before we get into that, Today's Tuesday, which means no guests, just me. So how the show is going to flow, I'm going to share with you some news, some articles, something about the creator economy I think should be on your radar. Then we are going to do our MarTech moment where I discuss a piece of marketing technology or MarTech that helps with the creator economy. Then we're going to take a short commercial break to pay them bills because we are proudly members of the Marketing Podcast Network. Follow that up with our Creators Crushing It segment where I highlight a creator doing its thing and try to guesstimate just around about how much money they make in their business. And finally, we follow that up with a parental perspective. You ready? Let's go. So today we are going to be talking about the ubiquitous TikTok and how it's got caught with this hand in the cookie jar with the heating button. So Forbes reported on January 20th of 2023, so a couple of weeks ago, as of this recording, that quote, TikTok's secret heating button can make anyone go viral. So yeah, apparently employees at TikTok can cherry pick videos that they want to push and make go viral. And needless to say, people are really upset about this because the whole sort of narrative of TikTok is that anyone, absolutely anyone can go viral on TikTok. That's been the narrative because of this magical algorithm, right? It's all about the algorithm and the narrative that has been put forth is that the algorithm is as close to a secret sauce in social media as we have seen thus far. But turns out that that's not the case, that employees can actually cherry pick which videos they want to push and make go viral. And of course, TikTok is trying to downplay the impact on this. They say that only certain US-based employees have the capacity to approve content for promotion and that that content only makes up 0.002% of its video in the for you feed, right? So they're saying, yes, we do it, but it's minuscule. Well, the fact is that you do it, right? You are not as algorithmically driven as you would have people believe. And so TikTok can actually cherry pick which videos it wants to go viral. And to be honest, um, I don't, Unfortunately, not to be a pessimist, I don't see this having very much of an impact on TikTok's uh, business and its success because it has such a wide base and it's so popular that the the train has left the station. The horses have left the the barn, the stable, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, I really don't see it, it having that big of an impact. But hopefully this revelation that things are not as um, algorithmically driven as it should be, or people think it is, is enough for people to sort of wake up and, and view TikTok in the proper context. Because something that I've talked about before on this podcast, and I just find very, very strange, is people's fixation with TikTok and IG, and no one really talks about YouTube like that. Where according to a Pew survey, and again, this is, I talk about this extensively in episode one, like TikTok is certainly a force to be reckoned with, but YouTube is the undisputed heavyweight champ when it comes to teens, which are the primary users of TikTok as well. And something else for um, creators and potential creators to sort of take note of when it comes to TikTok is that TikTok Don't pay nothing, (laughs) right? TikTok, don't pay nothing. So full disclosure and giving credit where credit is due. My man, Mario Armstrong, who's actually going to grace the podcast here in a few weeks. um, He's been very, very vocal about how creators are getting paid or more accurately, not getting paid On TikTok. And um, a report by the Financial Times says that, you know, CPMs, which is cost per thousand views from TikTok ads are about half of what they are on IG Reels and a third less than Twitter and 62% less than Snapchat. Now, think about this for a second, right? So if TikTok isn't charging advertisers as much to run ads, then that necessarily means that they're not paying as much because they don't have any money to pay. Because how it works is that advertisers pay to run ads and then TikTok puts those ads on users content because TikTok needs user generated content to run ads against just like YouTube. So it needs people to go viral. It needs all those that volume. It needs that inventory of views that it can put ads against. So yeah, from the strategic standpoint, it makes sense that they would cherry pick people to go viral because they need that inventory to put ads against. But because they are intentionally undercutting the competition, that necessarily means that they don't pay as much. Right. They don't pay as much. So, again, the big homie Mario Armstrong uh, giving credit where credit is due. And I'm not trying to put forth that, you know, I'm the first one to talk about this. And I'm going to have Mario on in a few weeks, maybe a month, talk about this directly. But Mario has an. um. A reel on his IG where he talks about how a guy by the name of Luke Miami, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Luke Miami, kind of like Miami, but an N instead of an M says that for seven and a half million views on TikTok, he only got paid $202. For I'll say that again, seven and a half million views on TikTok only paid him $202. That means that TikTok pays 0. 0.00027 cents per view. 0. 0.00027 cents per view. Okay, now for context, had Luke generated that same Seven and a half million views on YouTube because YouTube pays $4 per thousand views or $4 CPM. So $4 per thousand views you generated that same seven and a half million views would have paid him $30,000, right? So for seven and a half million views on YouTube, you get paid $30,000. Whereas for seven and a half million views on TikTok, you get $202 really chew on that kids. really, really marinate on that, okay? And this is not a TikTok takedown episode, but I really need people to put TikTok in proper context. And just because of its meteoric rise, people sort of take it out of context, right? And just for a little bit more context, context, TikTok makes up about 10% share of social ad revenue, whereas conversely, Meta makes up 72% of social ad revenue share. Now, TikTok is eating uh, Facebook slash Meta's lunch. There's there's no doubt about that. But again, to put it in context, 10% versus 72%, right? Because Meta's base was already so wide, that even as TikTok gained share, Meta is still by far the big dog in the social ad spending space. Now, again, for context, because I understand why people talk about it, I just think they overstate TikTok a little bit more. TikTok, that 10% of social ad spend that TikTok brings in is two and a half times more than Twitter. And in 2024, it's going to take up more US social ad dollars than Twitter, Snapchat, and Pinterest combined, according to eMarketer, which is, of course, a, a source I use very heavily. So compared to the rest of the field, yes, TikTok is crushing it. However, compared to the big dog meta, um, not so much. And even when we talk about media and just teen life in general as i've talked about in the first episode which i'll link up it's youtube all the way youtube by far is, is double digits ahead of TikTok when it comes to teen penetration. So TikTok is certainly a force to be reckoned with and it has earned its buzz and it's in its limelight. However, I think people really overstate it because when you put things in context, it's one of those situations where compared to the rest of the social media landscape, it does pretty good. But when you compare it to the big dog in social like Meta, eh, it's not so great. And when you compare it to teen penetration against YouTube. Also not so great. And we've just seen by this reporting in Forbes that that magic algorithm isn't actually as magical as people thought it is. But enough about that. Um, I welcome your feedback. Please leave me a comment. Shoot me an email. T at tinygiants.tech. And let's have that discussion. If you go to tinygiants.tech, you can also leave me a voicemail as well. So now let's take our Martech moment. (laughs) Now it's time for our MarTech moment segment. So MarTech is just an umbrella term that stands for marketing technology. And it's all of the technology used to achieve marketing objectives. So Facebook ads, Google ads, email marketing, uh, location for Foursquare, that all falls under the umbrella of MarTech. So today's MarTech moment is Meta. So Meta Ads Manager is the starting point for running ads on Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, or its audience network. So if you go to like, you know, home and garden or something like that, those ads were put there either by Google or Meta. Yeah, you probably know what, you know, Meta is and that, yes, they've had their problems. But as I said in the episode, when it comes to U.S. social ad spend, they are by far the 800 pound gorilla and people really sort of overstate TikTok. And yes, they are eating Meta's lunch, but only like the snack. They're not getting the the whole sandwich. So today's MarTech moment is Meta.
0: My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant.
2: Now it's time for our Creators Crushing It segment, where I do a high-level, quick, dirty analysis of a YouTube creator who is, as the title would imply, crushing it. So today is gonna be for my youngest son, Oliver. So my youngest son, Oliver, he doesn't live with me. He lives about two states over with his mother, but I call him about two, two, three times a week. And what we like to do is we like to watch ASMR cooking videos together. And he especially likes the cake videos. He's all about cake videos right now. So today we're going to do Delight Studios, Right. So they do all kinds of Korean street food. They're based out of South Korea. He's all about these sweet confectionery cake videos. So if we jump on over to the homepage, they have a featured video from a year ago. It's got about 26 million views. So one of its more popular videos. And then you have, you know, playlists, popular videos. So all of the best practices, nice and colorful stuff here that my son loves are doing shorts. So yeah, all of the best practices that you would see. And so they have the videos, the shorts, the lives, playlists, community channel. So if we hop on over to the about channel, we can see that this channel uh, started the end of 2018. So not very long, right? Because most of the creators that we've profiled, they've had their channels for 10 years plus. And so, but this channel is only about five years old and really four and some change because it started at the end of 2018. So in a little over four years, they have amassed 561,509,000 335 views. All right. And they're sitting at 1.75 million subscribers. So this is a really, really respectable effort for a channel that's only been around a little bit over four years, five, you know, technically five, but it started at the end of 2018. And so for the uninitiated YouTube will pay you three to five dollars per thousand views that you generate. So what we do in order to calculate the earnings is that we take from the thousands place over. So we take five hundred sixty one thousand five hundred nine and then we multiply that times four. Right. Because we split the difference. They'll pay you three to five dollars per thousand views, split the difference at four. So if you multiply this number by four, we see that in. Just over four years, they've been paid $2,246,036, right? So respectable, very, very respectable for four years of work. Um, and I don't know what the, what the currency exchange is between South Korea, but I mean, even if they weren't in South Korea, um, you know, $2 million over four years, that's respectable. That is respectable. Now. Their average videos, um, this is a little bit more difficult to peg on a month to month basis because there's a really wide range of what they post. So from what I can gather, they post anywhere from 10 to 20 videos per month, which is a pretty wide range, right? So we're talking about a swing of about 10 videos. And again, Oliver only wants the cake ones. He only wants these strawberry cake ones right here, and the and the, and the pretty decoration ones. He doesn't really care about the the octopus as much. But again, yeah, over the course of the month, they post ten to twenty videos, and their average video gets about hundred six thousand views. Some get more, some get less, but on average, they get about uh you know a hundred six thousand views per video. So at an average video view of 106,000 views, the average video makes $424, right? So for each video that they post on average, it makes $424. And again, they post 10 to 20 videos a month. They make anywhere from $4,240 to $8,480 per month. That's So that's a pretty wide Range, so because of the the swing, this is kind of difficult to peg. And if if we pop on over to their about channel, they just link out to their Instagram, and their Instagram channel, um, translate that to English, is blocked. (laughs) So the IG has been removed, right? So this is this is difficult to to peg the actual business model because the link's been blocked. I don't know if that's because they're in South Korea, but. just based on how they post and when they post. Right. I know for a fact, let's split the difference from four to eight thousand. Let's call it six thousand dollars. So they make about six thousand dollars a month from this YouTube channel because these are actual physical brick and mortar businesses. And as you can see, they do a lot of volume in Korea. So. um Using the $6,000 a month that this YouTube channel makes as a base, I'm going to apply a 25 X multiplier because look at these things. They they are churning these things out and I don't know what the margins are in South Korea, but obviously they're making the restaurant business work for them over there. So if I apply 25 X multiplier, to $6,000, that's $150,000 a month. Between these different businesses, I'm going to say they make $150,000 a month as a whole between all these different restaurants. That's probably grossly inaccurate because again, I just don't have all the data. But what we do know is just based on the video views, the information we do have, we know that this channel makes about $6,000 a month, right? So multiply that by 25, $150,000 a month. And yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to peg this at. And so for the parental perspective today, um, and I said this in my first book, going viral does not make a lot of business sense in most cases. And so this revelation about TikTok's heating, how they can cherry pick who they want to go viral is just more, more verification, more confirmation that you should not focus on going viral because It's not as algorithmic as you think, and they can literally pick anyone they want to go viral. And so you should really focus on what makes business sense for what you're trying to accomplish. And more often than not, going viral is is more about ego and validation than it is about creating value. I'm going to say that again. Going viral is more about validation and ego than it is about creating value value. And if you're a business owner, you're a creator, you're someone who relies on creating for for an income, you don't build your house on rented land. And this is all in the book. As I say in the ending here in a little bit, yes, the book has age, but it's not dated. I've been saying this for a while now. So that's the parental perspective, man. Don't focus on going viral or the latest social media darling at the expense of business fundamentals. And with that, I'll see you on Thursday. Tiny Giants is an audio companion to and the first chapter of my first book, Beyond Buzzwords. Social media, mobile, and other marketing buzzwords ain't the half of it, available on Amazon. If you enjoyed this podcast, chances are good you'll like the book too. I'm proud to say that while the book has aged, it's not dated. Sure, some examples could be freshened up, but strategically, it's as rock solid as the day it was written. Not every author can say that. I encourage you to pick it up and leave me a rating and review. It really helps. I have like one rating on that book from my mom because she loves me and I'm positive that you'll love it too. Head on over to tinygiants.tech for more episodes and whatever else I have going on. While you're there, leave me a voicemail with your question, comment, or feedback for improvement. I may play that voice recording on a future episode as I answer your question or address your concern. If you, your company, or school needs help with college, career, and creator readiness strategy or to book me to speak, drop me a line at t at tinygiants.tech. If you or someone you know is doing big things in small or not so small niches, or as we like to call them, tiny giants, and they will make a great guest for the show, email me at t at tinygiants.tech. Thanks for listening. And remember, you get big by going small, but to prioritize career over celebrity. But no matter what you choose, know that
1: I'm rooting for you. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business?